This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hi guys and welcome to Awesome Premier League. We are going to analyze the 28th match day with Tom Rennie. We have North London Derby and I also want to know your opinion so let me know what you think in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. Besides, if you enjoyed the video do not forget to click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now let's go on with the show. New Premier League weekend with the North London Derby, so let's analyze all 10 games with Tom Rennie. Hi Tom, how are you? New weekend? Is this not the old weekend? When do the weekends happen now? What are you talking about? Every day is Premier League day. It's a great life. Exactly, but not on Thursday. Today we have uh, Europa League, yesterday we had uh, Man City playing and tomorrow, let's start with this one, Newcastle, Aston Villa, a lot of fear in the north of England. Newcastle now only one point more than Fulham because they drew against uh, West Brom before they also got a draw against Wolverhampton, a team that is getting closer and closer to the relegation zone. And now they face Aston Villa, a team with no pressure. They drew exactly against uh, Wolverhampton again. And the odds for Aston Villa are quite low, actually, 2.07, because the Bookings oh. expect a victory here from the villains. Mm. And you? I mean, it's such a tough one to predict because Newcastle have been awful, really, really bad. Um, they haven't won a game since Callum Wilson got injured four games ago. They can't score a goal without Callum Wilson. They're also without and so Maximan and Miguel Almiron for this one as well. So their first choice front three is missing. That's a massive, massive problem for them, as it would be for any club. Um, and the players they have coming in, Joe Linton, <laughs> Ryan Fraser, you know, not very good replacements. And so um, I don't see how they're going to score a goal. Aston Villa, one of the best defences in the league. 14 clean sheets this Premier League season. Emi Martinez, fantastic goalkeeper. Um, I think Newcastle missed their chances to avoid a relegation scrap in the last two. Should have beaten West Brom. In fact, they were outplayed in that game. Needed to beat Wolverhampton Wanderers. I thought they were outplayed in that game. I think they'll be outplayed in this game as well. I can only see an Aston Villa win. We hear Jack Grealish is back for this one. I've said to you every week for the last four weeks, but for realsies this time, he should be back. Uh, I can only see a Villa win to nil. I'd be looking for 2-0, 3-0, 4-0. I think Villa is a lot better than Newcastle. They will not concede and they will score a few goals too. Okay, Aston Villa to win 2 0 in the first one. Next one, Leeds Chelsea. Maybe you also fancy here the Blues winning 2 0. Leeds, uh, they lost four of their last five games and Chelsea, they are keeping their good run. They beat Everton, they are fourth and the only problem is that they are facing Champions League in the next week. In the next week against Atletico, so maybe Tuchel wants to keep some key players on the bench. But uh, seeing the run of games of both teams, we also should expect here a Chelsea victory. Yeah, absolutely. That's the only result I can see from this one. On Leeds, briefly, I watched their game against West Ham uh, on Monday and I thought they were really good for 10 minutes. A great burst of energy and directness and they scored a couple of goals that were disallowed. And then they got gradually worse as the game went on. They flagged, they got tired. Later on, they created chances when West Ham felt they'd won it and were closing the, the game down themselves. Um, you know, it is a bit of a cliche to say Bielsa teams are great, then they burn bright and burn out. This Leeds team have burned bright, 
and burned out. You know, uh, they looked like a side that needed to add four, five, six players in the January transfer window. Didn't do so. The midfield is flagging. The defence has not got significant reinforcement when two or three players get injured. We lost Robin Cock weeks ago and they've tried all sorts of players alongside Cooper at the back. Nothing's really worked. You've got people like Alioski playing at left back one week, not starting the next week. They realise that no one else could do it. So he comes on at half time every week. You know, it is a bit of a mess. There are many players short of doing what Bielsa wants them to do. So I can only see them playing brilliant here for 10 minutes and going on to lose comfortably to Chelsea. With Chelsea, you mentioned that they might want to rest some players for the Champions League Atletico, but it's not a case of resting players for Chelsea. Their squad is ludicrously good. It is ludicrous in its quality. You know, they can they made five changes from the side that beat Liverpool for the victory over Everton. They can make another five changes for this game and still have World Cup winners, world-class players coming in, going out. They can't even get the captain of America in Pulisic on the field right now because they have so many incredible players. So you can only see a Chelsea win. They could change the entire team and still win. This squad should have challenged for the Premier League title. It is so good and so deep. And they should have sacked Frank Lampard a lot earlier. I would suggest, considering the way it's turned around with Thomas Tuchel in charge, maybe they were waiting for him to get sacked or leave PSG. I don't know what the reason was, but this if this had happened at the start of the season, Chelsea would be challenging. It didn't, so they're not. I think they'll finish second this season, and I think they'll beat Leeds comfortably to win without conceding. 1-0, 2-0, 3-0. Mm -hmm. Chelsea to win 2-0. We have odds 3.3 3 on oddspedia.com. Pochettino is happier in PSG. Maybe Tuchel is also happier in the southwest of London. Then next game, also in London, Crystal Palace, West Brom, a game to fall oh, no. <laughs> asleep. Uh, to... Come on, Billy, give it the big billing. Get people rev for this one, go on. But we can still place bets here. Crystal Palace, West Brom, probably our bet should be like no goals, so under yes. one goal, under two goals. Crystal Palace, uh, still eight points above relegation, so quite safe, let's say, but mm. they lost again against uh, Tottenham, as you expected, and West Brom. They keep uh, drawing games. They are not conceding, actually, in the last six games, under 2.5 goals in every single game. So here also, yeah. no, maybe we can bet on a draw or under one goal, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, this. I mean, it, it's not going to be one worth watching in terms of neutrals for entertainment. I mean, there's a lot riding on it, because if I'm West Bromwich Albion, there's not many games left that I would think we can win that. And so um, this is a game Allardyce will target. If you look at their game recently against Burnley, it's very similar to that. They should have beaten Burnley. They created a whole bunch of chances. There are two outcomes here. Number one is a nil-nil draw. Number two is a one-nil win either way. I don't see Crystal Palace winning uh, because they seem directionless, listless, well-organized in terms of defense, but the way the team plays, very disjointed. They look like a side that have got 17 senior first team players running out of contract and their manager in three months time, which is the facts of the matter. Uh, a lot of change coming up at Crystal Palace over the next uh, five, six months or so. I'd be looking at nil-nil. I'd be looking at under 1.5. If you pick a winner, go West Brom. Mm -hmm. Under two goals is 2.22, for instance. Uh, goalless uh, draw is 8.5. So. Some good odds yeah. for you. Gold a straw. Gold a straw, gold a straw, gold a straw. Okay. Forget everything I just said. Gold a straw. Okay. 8.5. Everton Burnley, our next game in Goodison Park. Everton, they lost against uh, 
Chelsea, but it's something expected. They were coming from three straight victories, and this is a game that they should win if they want to fight for the Champions League spots until the end, because Burnley, they are not great at this point of the season. They've never been, actually. They drew against Arsenal. We know that there's a team traveling poorly in general, and the odds for Everton, they are not that bad, actually. 1.91. Well, Burnley are trying to bludgeon their way to safety. They do it every year at some point or other. Four draws in five games shows you that. They're not that interested in winning. They're very concerned about not losing and they will try and do that in this game. They'll go two banks of four. They'll play deep. They'll go long to Wood or Rodriguez or Vidra, whomever he's picked up front for them. And they'll try and nick one from a corner or a breakaway somewhere in the game. For Everton, I think the Southampton win at home was really crucial for them because at home has been such a struggle for them. So for them to have won that game against a middling or struggling side, they didn't make it easy because it was only 1-0. It should have been 2-3-4, but they didn't make it easy for themselves, but they got over the line. I think that gives them confidence going into this game. James Rodriguez rested for a couple, should come back in. I kind of think draw, but I think a lot of this season rides on Everton winning games like this. And so I would look at Everton in a narrow under 2.5 victory. Then Everton to win and under 2.5 goals, you said in this game. Then Fulham, Man City. Fulham, they are just this close to get finally out of the bottom three. Uh, now they have the same points as Brighton after the victory against Liverpool with that goal scored by Lemina. We know how difficult it is for the big teams to win at Craven Cottage. But, uh, well, most of them, they did it, actually. And City, they bounced back against uh, Southampton on Wednesday, thrashing them 5-2. We know that their run ended against uh, Manu in the weekend. You expect here a easy victory for City, or maybe we can go for Asian Handicap plus one, plus two for Ooh. Fulham. I don't know. I don't know if I fancy a big victory because they defend so well, Fulham. They really are a very good defensive side. You saw them at Anfield, Wackham Anderson, fantastic. Tosin Adorabayo, very, very good. I think Harrison Reed's been one of the best players in the Premier League in the 2021 stretch of it in centre midfield. So they've got a lot of players that will not accept a thrashing by Manchester City. But of course, you don't always get the choice with Manchester City. Um, I fancied City to thrash Southampton, which they did. I don't fancy them to thrash Fulham. I think they will win. This doesn't feel like a good Asian handicap to me. I, again, would be looking for a 2-0 kind of result to Manchester City. I don't see how Fulham score against City. That has been an issue for so many teams this season, how you score in games like this. Uh, and I think City will change a lot from the game against Southampton. They made multiple changes for that. They'll do it again for this because they can, like Chelsea. Their squad is an embarrassment of riches, but narrow win, 1-0, 2-0, no more. City mm -hmm. to win 2 nil, 2.15. Um, this could be our option on Sunday. An important game for the relegation battle. Southampton, uh, Brighton. Brighton, I just said it, same points as uh, Fulham after their defeat against uh, Leicester, even if they took the lead. But now, five winless games for them. This is a South English game. <laughs> I don't know if yes. it's. Uh, but there's no rivalry, right, between these no. two, two teams. And Southampton, they are losing and losing games in the last 11 Premier League games, only two victories. Yeah, I normally have to tell people that the South Coast is actually surprisingly long. 
So they're both on the south coast, but they're not exactly near each other. They have other clubs nearer to each other uh, or to their clubs than, than these two. So then it's not a rivalry. They, they play on the south coast, but it's the same way like, you know, Fulham and West Ham are in London. I mean, yeah, they're in the same city, but nobody cares. Um, but they will care this year, I'll tell you that, because this is a really important game for both. Southampton, I thought they'd be challenging for European places, but four or five injuries for them and some really horrific results as well. I've just made them a little bit concerned about their safety. Look, 33 is about four or five points away. I think 37 is probably the line this year. So they're going to be OK, but you've got to get there. Uh, in games like this is how you get there. For Brighton, 17 points dropped from winning positions this season. They keep scoring first. They keep on not winning. Home and away, they are not winning. Three straight defeats. Level on points with Fulham, who are still in the bottom three. Lucky for them that Fulham have got Man City this weekend, so they'll avoid the bottom three for at least another week. Um, I think it should be a good game because there's so many issues with both teams. They like to play football, but they're also not great at playing football. Uh, they're usually quite strong defensively, but recent results suggest something has happened to mean that they've stopped keeping clean sheets and stopped defending as well as they were around the turn of New Year. Um, I'd be looking at Brighton to score first and this to be a draw or a draw on both teams to score or even a draw over 4.5, 2-2, 3-3 I'd be looking at. Then the draw is 3.21 and we see Southampton, uh, Brighton favourite for this game, odds 2.8. Whereas Southampton 3.1, I'm surprised actually to see um, Brighton favorite uh, for this one, for wow. sure. Next one, we have a big favorite here uh, in the, at the King Power Stadium, Leicester City, Sheffield United. Leicester, they got a massive victory, I think, for their Champions League hopes against Brighton in the last minutes of the game. That goal is scored by Amarte because we were saying that they look like going a bit down and down in the table. And this is a game that they should win. But we know, Tom, how they struggle in the King Power Stadium this season, even with teams in the bottom of the table. But, well, Sheffield United, this is a championship team already. So I guess victory here, home victory. Yeah, perfect team to face when you've got the injury issues that Leicester have. No Barnes, no Pratt, no Unda, no Perez, no Evans, no Justin, no Madison. It's a huge list of first-team players, and they haven't got the depth of Liverpool, let alone the, the likes of City and Chelsea. They need more players if they are going to be battling at this level on a regular basis. But even their third team could beat this beleaguered-looking Sheffield United who have issues themselves. We speak about the back three all the time being injured. I, I, I can only see a Leicester City win. Um, I just can't see a scenario in my mind where Sheffield United get anything from this game. You know, uh, 22 losses from 28. This is not a Premier League side. The manager's talking about the championship. He keeps talking every week that we don't really belong here anymore. You know, he's been just almost ripped apart by this season, Chris Wilder. The confidence and effervescence has gone and now he's just so resigned. Like uh, a man who knows the marriage is over, but he still lives with the wife. You know, that's what it's like currently at Sheffield United. Uh, so Leicester win. Le I mean, if you are looking Asian handicap this weekend, there's not a great deal of good potential, but this is the one I'd be looking at because I think Leicester are significantly better than Sheffield United, even with their second team. And also Jamie Vardy's been so out of form for so long. This could be the game that he returns to top for me. Mm, Asian handicap minus one, for instance, we find odds one point nine seven for Leicester City if they win for two goals. We get our money, we win our bet. Then North London Derby, Arsenal, Tottenham with the Spurs getting 
Closer and closer to European position, they thrust Crystal Palace, came, what a goal he scored, Bale also scoring, they have, uh, both teams actually, have uh, Europa League, Arsenal, tricky one against Olympiacos, Sports, easy one against Dinamo Zagreb, well, this is all mm. theoretically, of course. Yes. So here, the actually, Arsenal is favourite for the game, I'm surprised to see that. Wow. Um, well, we'll assume everyone came through the midweek European games unscathed and had their first teams available for Sunday. Um, Arsenal are so difficult to predict. As a gambling man, they're the team that, that I avoid like the plague. I just don't ever, ever like to put any real money on Arsenal because you think they're going to win, they lose. You think they're going to lose, they win. You know, you think they're not going to score, they score five. You go, oh, definite clean sheet here. They lose 3-0. They're impossible to predict. So I would avoid all aspects of this involving Arsenal. The things I would look at are Tottenham Hotspur keeping a clean sheet. I would look at Tottenham Hotspur scoring a goal through Harry Kane. Harry Kane has scored so many goals this season. 24 scored, 16 assists. He will be involved in anything good that Tottenham Hotspur do. Uh, I'm surprised Arsenal are favourites. Um, I don't know who makes that odds, but... Uh, but that confuses me. I think the favourite scoreline would be a draw, both teams to score. I'd be looking at over 3.5 goals in this game, much like Brighton Southampton. I expect it to be a little bit helter-skelter. I know it's not the Mourinho way, but, you know, they're the team that has scored 100 goals now, so maybe it's all changed. I don't know. Um, but if you're looking for a winner, it will be Tottenham. If you're looking for a goal scorer, it would be Kane. If you're looking for a BTTS, this is the game for it. Both teams to score would be my pick. Okay, both teams to score. You mentioned also over 3.5 goals, odds 3.4. So that's uh, some money for the North London Derby. Then we have a very important game, very good game, Man United uh, West Ham, because West Ham are so close, so close to the Champions League positions, only two points away after their victory against uh, Leeds. And Man U, they were able to beat Man City in the Manchester Derby. They have also Great. European match against Milan, and that's a very good rival. We saw this game already in the FA Cup this season, and it was a very tight one. Man United won in the extra time, and probably I also don't like the odds here. Really favorite Man United, I wouldn't put my money in there. Mm. No, I think a lot of people made good money off Man United last weekend. I tell you that. No, not many of us saw that coming. I certainly didn't. Um, but you mentioned the FA Cup game. It was interesting that FA Cup game back in January because West Ham were at the end of a real slog of games. They had no squad rotation. Antonio was out. No, Antonio. I've told you before, it doesn't work the way West Ham want to play. Uh, but he is fit. He is going to be playing in this game. No, Jesse Lingard can't play against his parent club, of course. So that's a loss for West Ham. He's brought great energy to the Hammers. Four goals in his games for the club so far. But you know what? I just have a sneaky feeling here. I have a sneaky, sneaky feeling that West Ham are going to win this game. I think this is the kind of game that West Ham United have been excelling in all season long. Defensively, they look very strong. Craig Dawson is in the form of his life right now. They're talking about him being uh, taken to the European Championships with England. Two more games for West Ham, I understand. And he will sign a permanent contract. Literally let go from Watford. He couldn't get in the Watford team. And now he's starring for West Ham in a Champions League race. It's a very, very odd world we live in. But I think West Ham's midfield, Rice and Socek, is stronger than anything Man United can put together. I think Antonio can bully Lindelof and Maguire. I think people like Ben Rama and Jared Bowen have got the pace to, to threaten at fullback. And United have got their issues. Marcus Rashford likely out. Cavani likely out. Two or three others likely missing 
for this game. Plus, you mentioned AC Milan, so I expect rotation from that as well. It could just be a bit of a banana skin for Manchester United. And I'd be looking for West Ham to win this narrow game. 2-1 West Ham, both teams to score. Look out for Craig Dawson, first goal scorer too. West Ham victory, 4.7. West Ham Asian handicap, zero. In case you want an insurance, because if they draw, you get our money back, 3.3. Some good odds for you. If you fancy Very the nice. Hammers, if you fancy David Moyes winning at Old Trafford again. Then for um, Monday, we have Wolves Liverpool. I think all Liverpool fans, finally, they are happy because their team is in the quarterfinals of the Champions League despite missing so, so, so many chances against Leipzig. But the goal is achieved and now they are back to the Premier League. Probably they don't like that, but they don't play at Tamfield. So maybe they win this time. The odds are ridiculously <laughs> low, 1.84 to win against Wolverhampton, a team that is not easy to beat right now. Only Man City did it in the last five games. Yeah, two teams that are destined, I think, to finish a mid-table in the Premier League. Best the Reds can hope for is the Europa League qualification. The best Wolves can hope for is a top-half finish from this point. And that would require an upturn in form that doesn't seem likely for either of these two. Um, the replacements that Wolves have brought in for Real Jimenez have not worked. They will not be signing Willian Jose, I'll tell you that on a permanent contract come the end of this season. I'd be surprised if Fabio Silva spent another year there. Looks like someone that needs a nice loan out somewhere, maybe to the Portuguese second tier, something like that. He's nowhere near ready to be in a Premier League squad. Um, so Wolves are just trying to get to the end of this season. They'll try and get through this game without conceding a goal. As for Liverpool, I read a great piece with John Arnarisa this week, who said there was a point in their 2005 Champions League winning season where they almost decided the league doesn't matter now. Forget the league. We'll move on from it. All it matters now, all that matters now is winning the Champions League. And I think we saw that. I think we saw that in the first Leipzig game. I think we saw it in the second Leipzig game on Wednesday. Though Leipzig were very, very poor, but that's a chat for another day. I thought they were awful across two legs. Um, I see Liverpool winning this. I see Liverpool winning narrow, maybe 1-0. I don't see a great game of football. I don't see Liverpool finishing higher than sticks. I think their priorities quite rightly lay elsewhere at this point. Um, I see no scenario where Wolves win. That's the, that's the only thing I can say for, for definite uh, this, this far before the game. Then Liverpool to win, we have odds 1.84. This is a classic Real Madrid style, by the way, forgetting about the domestic competition and just focus on the Champions League. At this stage of the season, many teams will do it. Then, Tom, we have uh, our 10 games. Do you have mm. an ACA for us? Yes, I, uh, I've done all right with these recently, actually. And I am going to follow the, the same pattern I've been following recently, which is away wins across the board. So I'll take Aston Villa to win at Newcastle, Chelsea to win at Leeds, Manchester City to win at Fulham, and my stardust game of the week, the Hammers to beat the Red Devils. Those are my four away win sides in this week's action. Okay, we will uh, write down the odds, the Hammers beating the Red Devils. This is the biggest uh, bet that we are doing this weekend. Then, thanks, Tom, again. Always a pleasure. Come on, you Irons. Bring me that money. Bye. We have the ACA, we have all the tips that uh, Tom gave us and I also want to know your opinion. So let me know what you think in the comment section for the chance to win a £10 free bet 
with Novibet. Besides, do not forget to click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And remember, you can also listen to all our videos in our podcast. Next week, we are back. We have more Premier League.